Hi everyone, welcome back to Week Notes, a podcast from Instill. As usual, I'm Ryan. This week we have three guests on the show. Aaron's back for the second week in a row, and today he's joined by Amy and Harry. Our main topic is Windows installers, but along the way we cover working from home, sewing, Lego, haircuts, and kittens. Enjoy! Hey Amy. Hello. How you doing? Uh, not so bad. Good. My camera doesn't want to play nice today. Oh dear. Your hair was not that tight the last time I saw you, Harry. No, I've shaved it a few times during this lockdown stuff, but I, I did it the other day again because I could not be arsed with the whole, like, it was like three inches, four inches long and it was just really starting to get to me. My son's hair is like that at the moment and he refuses to let me cut it for him. I mean, I'm sure I would do a great job. I actually, I cut my girlfriend's hair during a lockdown. It actually came out all right. I was really expecting it to be an absolute tragedy. I cut my flatmates as well, and he's now got a man bun, so take from that what you will. It looks like you just painted your hair on, like shaved it all off and just painted it on with a black brush. It kind of does, actually, yeah. What's the crack with you, Amy, then? Are you on video, or I can't see you currently? My camera has decided not to work today. One of the kittens got to it, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. It's just fe- it's just fed up working. Did you get rid of your final kitty cat? No, he's still knocking about, but there's a neighbor who has a cousin who has a friend who is looking for a kitten. So where did you get all these kittens from? The cat market. Yeah, it is a cat market. Uh, my sister works as a vet on down the country a bit, and these four kittens landed in, and they were they just needed hand reared basically. Okay. So they have a lady who normally does it, but she had twelve kittens at that stage. So we got. Sure, what's another four? <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> uh, no, so they came up. They came up to us. And is this you preparing for your work outside of technology? It, the pay's not that good. Pay's not that good. <laughs> what are you on about? You've just had four kittens. That is pay enough. It's always a sort of in the dark days of December that you start thinking about whether or not you actually like technology anymore. <laughs> There was a tweet, I think somebody was describing technologists as like being caterpillars right. and you don't know what the final <laughs> butterfly is going to look like, but in you know, 20 years time, the caterpillar will, will put itself into a chrysalis and come out as a gardener or a, a, a woodworker or something yeah. uh, and probably not a technologist. So yeah, it's always good to have something in your back pocket. Yeah, fair play. Yeah. We all need to get those, uh, we need to fit like vitamin C backlights to our monitors so that we've all got like constant happiness coming out. Oh yeah. Yeah. happy lights or else just get kittens one of those times of year isn't it? i think with covid as well there's a lot of uh stress yeah i've i've pissed off my building manager something shocking because like every just like there's another two packages for you and it's like <laughs> it's there's a stack of cardboard outside that i need to buy oh, or something because uh, it's not going to fit in the recycling room <laughs> amazon have my number at this point every time i'm logging on they're like Hey, look at this! It's bye. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's prime. I think whenever you know they they obviously discovered that the thing that was preventing people from shopping was the the stress over paying for delivery. And when you don't need to pay for delivery anymore, and you're going to get That's it bad. essentially next day, it's like, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, I'll just buy that. And and if it doesn't work, I'll just send it back. And sending back Aye. is so easy. It's just too easy to spend money yeah, yeah. definitely and because like you said it arrives the next day and it's it's so easy to buy on a whim sort of thing like just random yeah. stuff i've got like three lego kits i've never built lego in my life <laughs> and now i've got like three big technic lego kits it's time to that go I've been working my way through for something to do it's time to start man maybe we can just watch you build lego in this podcast i wouldn't mind that 
not gonna lie, it's surprisingly cathartic. I've lost a lot of time. Oh, yeah. Them. Have you built anything yet, then? <laughs> I've built a... Oh. It's like a crane thing, like a high-lift crane. Watch me call it, and like my inner child nice. is coming out because I'm just nice. like <laughs> literally was out to my roommate. Like, look, I can put this stuff on a table. <laughs> yeah, you up. could uh, you could move that cardboard stuff and make like a wee set for it, and yeah. then put the crane on. You're giving me dangerous ideas here, Aaron. And then make a Spider-Man out of plasticine, and you can have Spider-Man swinging through your city oh, yes. out of cardboard boxes. Oh yes, make it happen. I'm gonna have to log off here for a sec, cause uh. <laughs> <laughs> Got something to do. <laughs> something has just come up. <laughs> Is my mic quality okay? I just sort of want to like see the differences because the last one was so disappointing. Because uh, I bought this new like headset and I was like, this will be great. But no, I don't think it was. I think it was all right. I mean, I still haven't done anything to fix the audio. Yeah. Audacity gives you features for like yeah noise, noise reduction, which I run. But it also gives you like amplification and compression and stuff. And I actually don't really know how to use those properly. So all I do is I spend a lot of time cutting out the ums and ahs and crosstalk and moving things around to fit into my 15 minutes. Um, I think you're, yeah, Aaron, your audio is good. You're quieter than last week, but that actually probably will be okay because I think I can probably amplify it anyway. Grant. Yeah, I think I was a wee bit too loud last time anyway. So I, was gonna, I think it was because I had that wee mic and it came out here. I had the wee sort of fuzz around it, and I was like, this will be, like, smooth. But no, it was not. It was so, so disappointing. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, hoping it's better this time, so we'll see. Yeah, I bought this headset at the start of the summer, mm. which is, like, it's a it's Plantronics. It's the one, you know, they do, like, call center stuff. It's supposed to have, like, the best microphone of any headset, and it is pretty good, but I was kind of listening to myself going, it's just not good enough. Uh, so I've now got a, a fancy mic. Oh, here, look at that. Nice. Get the fancy mic. What is it? Though? That is a toy right there. That is a toy. It's a Rode NT-USB. Oh, nice. Which is it's really good. So I, I kind of got it partly because I think when you're spending all day talking to somebody on a video yep. call, they notice Zoom fatigue is a thing. Mm. And they might not notice that it's down to the poor quality audio, but actually it probably is. And they're they're having to work harder to understand it. Yeah, yeah there's nothing more frustrating than when a mic's not clear. It's, it is really annoying, especially with this whole remote work stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I'm hoping that that actually makes the students or the trainees experiences better. And, and yeah. I think it has. I don't know. Can't say for certain because I yeah. can't hear myself. But yeah, you can't test that. Yeah, we, we can hope. Um, but it's also going to be useful for me when I want to record the kids playing their piano and their clarinet and stuff like that. Given that they can't go and see their grannies and stuff, they can record themselves playing instruments and then we can give them a little concert online. Yeah. Which is, oh, that's nice. Uh, hoping, so cool. hoping to do that in the next couple of weeks if that's the kids so say sweet. yes. Awesome. Yeah. You can set up what? a full uh, sideboard with your kids. You can get like a full orchestra going just from like Oh, two yes. Months. Yeah. Mm. We, did, we did try that. So my wife's mother is on chemo at the moment, so she really has to isolate uh, really carefully so she can't get out. Yeah. And they had their 50th wedding anniversary um, back in the summer. So all of the grandchildren were organized to record themselves playing something on their various musical instruments. And it fell to me to try and put them all together into a little orchestra. That is much harder than it looks. You see those kind of things, see those things on YouTube or on, on Twitter where you get like choirs singing or bands playing. It, it's virtually impossible, particularly with sort of eight, nine and 10 year olds, because they don't keep time. Mm -hmm. So they might start all at the same time and yeah. you try and line them up, but actually they all play at different speeds. And so it just sounded terrible. <laughs> and so oh, in the end, we just did individual recordings of each one. Yeah. And then lined them up. And then, yeah, just did a sequence of different tunes rather than having nice. them all playing the same tune. But yeah, yeah. It worked really well. Yeah, I think 
that's a, it goes flying too close to the sun to build a nine and ten year old orchestra <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah, yeah i think we have the sense that it's technology it's just video editing that's easy anybody yeah. can do that yeah and it's it's not true it's uh, it's complicated although the software is nice there's this piece of software called DaVinci Resolve, which is free. There's an open source, not an open source, there's a free version of it, but it's the video editing software that they use for films as well. So it's high end oh, stuff. Nice. Um, and Can't it's, it's really good. If you want to like put together a sequence of videos, DaVinci Resolve is really good at it. Awesome. But you kind of need to know what you're doing with it. You yeah. can just drag and drop and it works, but it doesn't look great. I think it's like once you know you're okay, but it just may take quite a long time to actually get there. Yeah, it's practice, isn't it, really? Yes, I was actually curious about those installer things that you're doing. They all sound really virusy. Like I've never looked at installer yeah. stuff. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can I can enlighten you now. Even after working for, with them for about three weeks, and then I'd worked um with them about a couple of weeks to do another installer uh, prior to that, I still have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, it's just That's sort really of sure. it seems like you're just sort of bung everything together and it just sort of works i use this thing called WinSW for the services and it acts as a wrapper around the jar files um, an exe wrapper so it's just an executable file and then whenever the services want to run they call the executable file so it either says you know upload service .exe start or upload service .exe stop or whatever like that there and that's how that works and then for the application side it's another wrapper as well and i use this thing called launch for j and it actually creates the exe that gets run so it like bundles everything into an actual executable and um, while with the windows services everything's separate you but you still like it just means that the exe points to the jar and it knows what to run and points to the other application files. But with a Launch4j, it bundles everything together and then you can bundle um, a JRE uh, with it, which is what I needed to do because we use OpenJDK 12 for our, most of our services. It, it was a, that's like the first step is like getting a wrapper, some sort of Windows wrapper around this thing to, to get it to work. And for the inst installation part, for building that wizard installer that you're, you know, you're used to one that you go next, type in some configuration, next install, and you select like an install directory. So there's this thing called a Wix toolset. It seems like such a, such a complicated piece of software to use, and it's so fidgety. And especially I was doing this on like a virtual machine. So it just means it's so slow and so laggy and if I'm ever copied, like all, every, all the keys are different. You know, I have to change my keys and stuff like that there because you can't do command C, you have to do control C, all sort of other stuff. The way that I did it, so you can do Wix without anything um, and just build in whatever ID that you want, uh, but it has to be built on Windows. Um, that's the only that's the only thing. So for me, I chose um, Visual Studio because it actually had some of these like tools for Wix and then you know syntax and stuff like that there it would highlight so yeah I used that and it was you know a lot more straightforward than than a lot of the other solutions without Visual Studio so I think that really helped me there but yeah and then you just built it and then ran the MSI and that just uh, installed everything correctly but there was a lot of uh, at the first time I was doing it, you have to like look in your registry and stuff and make sure that, you know, you've uninstalled correctly. And oh, it's a, it's like whenever you think that something should be easy, 
it's like no <laughs> that's gonna be that's gonna be at least at least three steps at least uh two hours of googling on like how did this person do it and why did they do it that way because this other person saying i don't do it that way do it this way yeah. the other, there's another person in this way in this thing is he saying no ignore those other two they're wrong because it'll break your computer and you're like oh no <laughs> don't know who to follow so first mistake think something's easy yeah yeah so that was my first mistake uh, my second mistake was getting involved in windows installer <laughs> my third mistake was starting to do software development <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it all started then looking back though i now do like have a pretty firm understanding of like what i'm doing now with installers because there's not much i need to change and if i ever need to make a new installer um i know exactly where to like what to change like it'll literally just be changing some of the ui elements of it and changing like a custom action which is a thing that gets run alongside the uh, installer it's like it's c sharp so you know that you have now decided yourself as being the person in install who can install windows apps you're going to get yeah. every yep. single yeah. Windows app installation job ever. I I I have the knowledge, but I <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I I'm going to avoid that because I I think the reason why I took on this year uh, the Windows installer ticket is because I did the previous one for the desktop uploader, and in doing it the second time, I learned a lot more as well. So like I, I have a pretty firm understanding of what I'm doing now, but it means that you can just basically reuse this thing that I've built the installer. So it wouldn't be too hard to change it for like any other project. I don't think uh, what I've made it into is pretty much if I have this build folder, I can just put any anything that I want installed into this folder and it will install it into a directory that I choose. So I think, yeah, I could basically just, you know, hand someone that and tell them how to use it. Um, and they would be pretty like they could get that there pretty easily. Sounds like a new lunch and learn. Um, yeah, so you're going to be like the fourth guy on the internet telling you how to do yes. something and to ignore everyone else because it's going to break everything. I think the good thing is that I put like quite a bit of documentation on uh, like what I used and where it came from, why I did it this way. Um, because <laughs> like I even linked in the YouTube video that I had, uh, that was the main problem. It was like people were just saying, do this without saying why, you know? Um, uh, yeah. but I, yeah, yeah, that, I think there's nothing worse than being just told, just write this and don't yes. ask any questions. And it's like, I, yeah. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> then I ran into this thing where I think it was the very last step and I couldn't get something right. <laughs> I came across this GitHub thing and uh, this guy was like oh yeah he's had literally the exact same problem as me and no other there was no other thread about this like I, I couldn't find it anywhere except this one guy I scrolled down and was like oh yes he's getting there and the other guys offered his help who's like the main developer on this project and then uh, he just goes okay no all good now i've got it sorted no <laughs> why would you do that <laughs> <laughs> and then just like not say how like how you achieve that just like say oh there so i felt obligated i was like okay so here was my problem here's how i fixed it also please reply <laughs> on what your problem was but and yeah. he's, he's since given up technology and gone off to yes, little wood <laughs> yeah <laughs> to live in the forest can we talk about working yeah. from home? Feels like given that we're coming up to Christmas and vaccine in the new year, we may be getting back into the office sometime in 2021. Yeah. So how do we feel about that? I can't wait. I, I, I <laughs> count in the days till we get back in the office. I miss it big time. Yeah. 
I always thought I'd really like working from home, but I hate it. <laughs> what a passion. I, I'm very much the extreme other end of I like being in the office. Like I know I've spoke to a few people actually who, who really have enjoyed working from home and they want to stay mm-hmm. that way. I'm I'm torn because uh, I've been working from home. So I, I moved in with my mom at the start of lockdown and I have, I don't know, I've enjoyed the break from the city, I think, more than anything. Because I'm, I'm out in the middle of the country and like it's just wandering in and out of my back door really not thinking too much about kind of what i'm doing because i'm we're isolated out here so yeah there's not that worry or that fear of anything i can see the advantage of being out in the in the country i, I do prefer country living to uh, city living mm, yeah but on balance like just yeah being like being in the office i miss i miss the office but like when i'm in the city i can't i feel a bit guilty kind of being in the city because I was living on my own in the city. I feel kind of guilty living on my own in the city and then knowing that my mom's down here, you know, living on her own as well. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I think if city living was city living, you know, if you could walk out of your house and go and have a drink with your mates in the pub, if you could go to a coffee shop and sit around and, you know, if you had that lifestyle, then it might be all right. But, you know, the, the times that we're living in are not like that. So, you know, I think I think there's definitely benefits to working from home if you have the flexibility and the freedom to do stuff. But if you're essentially trapped in your house, as we were for the greater part of this year, then it's really no good at all for anybody. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and so you're kind of you've got all of the, the, the pain points about city living, cramped spaces, no greenery, uh, yeah. all that sort of stuff, but none of the benefits. I worked from home for two years before joining in still. So I was able to fall back into the way of it really comfortably uh, and I really don't want to have to get up in the morning <laughs> and get on the train yeah. and, and yeah. go into the office yeah and, th- and the yeah. way that my team operates is that I could go into the office and my colleagues could be off in some other place training and I wouldn't see them anyway so I for, from my perspective this is brilliant I get to take a break at half 11 and go and walk the dog around the park yeah have lunch and my wife's at home and she cook soup every week so i get soup every week for lunch and it's brilliant and yeah for, for that perspective it's, it's been really good for me yeah. Uh, yeah and i feel as productive at home as i am in the office mm-hmm. but again that might not be true for everybody oh, that's definitely not true i definitely for me sorry it's not true for me i do not feel productive when i'm at home at all i, I cannot stay focused i like having stuff kind of going on around me and the structure of being like get up in the office you're in your workspace and then you stop yeah. at your time and go home I fell into a room right at the start yeah. of like roll out of bed on the laptop yeah. or yeah. whatever for hours. And then suddenly it's eight o'clock and I need to get dinner and then maybe I'll do a bit more. And then I'll be like, oh, wait, well, I want to chill out for a bit. So then I stay up too late and then I end up lying in a little bit. So then I work up even later. Yeah. I just was like work, sleep, work, sleep, work, sleep. But like you were saying with the, when you've got like a dog there and your family there and it kind of keeps your normal day structure. Mm-hmm. once you stick by that it becomes a lot easier i think it's a lot more fun. yeah it definitely resonates with me yeah that's the that's the big worry about remote working is it's not about you being less productive actually you're more productive probably because you're working much longer hours than you would ordinarily have worked mm. because before you had the nice constraints of nine to half five or nine to five yeah. or whatever and a bit of flex around that and even when you're in the office you weren't working all day you were going to take a break and go for yeah. a coffee or you'd go and stand by someone's desk and that oh, would yeah. be work but you'd be chatting away to them you'd be having banter whereas mm-hmm. that's gone 
uh, and you're essentially locked in on yeah. screen. Um, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, so you know, there's a there's almost like a, a management requirement that that you need to have a manager who says who's yeah. who's not who's not pushing you to work harder, who's actually pushing <laughs> you to work less. Yeah. Because you're super, we're all super productive. We're producing more yeah. than we need to. And and if you if you get up at like if you roll out of bed and you roll up to your desk and you start working, and then you work through lunch because you've forgotten about it, or you you down tools at, at eight o'clock at night, and then have mm-hmm. dinner and then pick them up again, that's yeah, you're giving your employer too much time. <laughs> you just use your day as well. You don't feel like you're giving yourself because yeah. you like people are picking up hobbies and stuff during this whole thing. And uh, just that mental break and stuff and kind of working on yourself as well a bit, I think is Mm. a requirement, especially right now, but in day-to-day life as well. Mm -hmm. Did anybody pick up a hobby? I I picked up and sat down about several several hobbies. (laughs) (laughs) I I looked at some and I went, that'll be my hobby, and then walked away (laughs) as well. Yeah, I think... uh, it was a wee bit, uh, it was a wee bit hard to adjust, and I was definitely in uh, Harry's mindset at the start, where it was like literally just waking up at the latest I could because I could, and then staying up all night and stuff. I got there and getting in that, but then I did sort of pick up those hobbies and stuff, um, and you know I did have the theory of like being super productive, but I think I did burn myself out a wee bit by doing what you were saying, Randall, like. You know, just ignoring the, the the time constraints and you know the schedule that you're usually under, and then you know you get into a bad habit, and then I sort of had to look look back and be like, all right, give myself a bit of time to you know adjust. And uh, I, now sometimes I'll just find myself like, okay, I don't feel guilty about going to make like a wee cup of tea and just taking like 10, 15 minutes break because then like I I like those moments where you can just what I used to do was just go to the kitchen, you know, make a wee tea. Someone would walk in. We were to be like talking about what we were doing. I would be pretty frustrated about whatever I was doing and it was just talk through that. And through talking through that, I realized what my problem was and how to fix it. I kind of had a sort of opposite experience at the start of lockdown. I tried, I did kind of put in a bit of structure because in the mornings, alarm set eight o'clock, right? Meant to get yeah. up, but slowly that's turned to alarm goes off at eight. Uh, lie until half past, roll out of bed, grab breakfast, work, and then hit five, half five. That's it, me done yeah. for the day. I'm off. But no, so that, and I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say I picked up hobbies. I've picked up the kids. I kind of turned to sewing because this thing came out, oh, everybody's going to have to wear masks. And they were, I looked at a few online, it was like tenor and whatnot. And I, I kind of went, right, I've got some material upstairs mm-hmm. and I've got my aunt's old sewing machine here. Let's see how much damage I can do. And have you made your own mask then? Uh, yeah, I've, I've made lots awesome. of masks now just for the family because I have a sister who uh, is classed as an essential mm-hmm. worker. So she has to go up to the city and uh, she would get kind of kind of nervous walking around the city. So made her a lot of masks. And then uh, my mom came home one day with a pair of jeans and just went here I think these will fit you I put them on and they were like eight inches too long <laughs> so more masks yeah more masks. Cool. have you got an Etsy store oh yeah no no Etsy store yet that, that's my other backup you know raise kittens and so that's the dream masks. that should be that, w- that would be my primary goal 
if I could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, last Christmas, um, I got my children and their cousins to do t-shirt designs. So just okay. kind of draw a picture of a thing as you bought on a t-shirt. Oh. And yeah. then I, I spent the time digitizing them and, and put them up on Redbubble. Oh, yeah. And bought them a t-shirt. So the the principle was just to get them a t-shirt that they had designed. Yeah. But I have since sold two to random people. Only like two over the course of a year. So it's nothing. But it was like no effort, you know? Yeah. So the idea that you could, you could just kind of have these wee things. And you know, if you're making masks regularly, mm-hmm. then it's easy and you've done it. And as you say, you can sell them for a tenner and, and it's a nice wee money spinner. It seems so dishonest. You need to get the install branding on them. You can sell them for 20. That's true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thinking smart. Uh, there you go. License fees. Nice. I know. Yeah, but then they have to be dark to go to show up the Insta logo really nice. And I've I've actually rebelled like against all these dark masks that are. Oh, coming you up. got your ones bright then? They're like mustard Ooh. yellow and the llamas nice. and like that sounds incredible. Uh, that I think does. we all want one. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely do, yeah. So you've stitched llama designs into these masks? Um, no, no, I'm not that skilled. It's just like llama oh, pattern, okay. llama pattern like material. Still sounds pretty sick. You should get some photos yeah, up into into the Slack channel. I kind of want to see these. Hundred percent. Yeah, please. All right, sounds good. There you go. This is the this is the kickstart of Amy's entrepreneurial <laughs> career. Uh, yeah. The mask building empire. Yeah. See his <laughs> Masks and kittens limited. <laughs> Awesome. thanks for listening if you want to be on the show or to suggest a topic or to get more details on something we discussed drop me an email at podcast at instill.co speak to you next week <laughs>